This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, May 22nd. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dulaskin. Matt, how you doing? I'm, I'm doing surprisingly well, Dylan. Yeah, you survived your big move? Believe it or not. Yeah, you were not homeless. You were actually in your new castle. Yes. Yeah, for, for about, yeah, for about two and a half hours, the, the wife... The puppy and I were all homeless. We were, we were joking about it, like, <laughs> you, know, I, you know, when when you know, when I first, you know, when she agreed to move to the U.S., you know, I, I never envisioned us being homeless. So. Yes, she's like, "What did you do?" Yeah. But you you made it off the streets. You have a new place. You have a new place to grill. You have a new internet connection. You yeah, have a new we, recording studio. We're all set. Can I say I, I I in the space of two hours I picked myself up by my bootstraps and uh, managed to. Yeah. To turn my life around. <laughs> That's good. Well, I'm glad that that was not too much of a nightmare. And you know, it was a it. it was a nightmare. It was <laughs> okay. I'm before we get started. I just want to launch the the worst part of it, and it's not yes. the part that you think this is the worst part. Yes. After we had like signed like every document, um, I was waiting for a, a transfer to come through. I you know the, the place that I had sold was was paying for the place that I was buying partially. You know the down payment for the place mm-hmm. I was buying plus a little extra money into my pocket. We were waiting on that to clear. Apparently they transferred it between offices, but the transfer was done incorrectly. Oh, so boy. I had to stand around an extra 90 minutes waiting for these people to, to find my transfer, which, if honestly, if they didn't find it, I couldn't pay my... I wouldn't be able to pay the movers. Right. And <laughs> that's when you've got, like, you know, three angry dudes who would probably, you know, womp the tar out of me, take my car, and probably my dog. <laughs> well, I'm glad they didn't have to do that. You did make it through. <laughs> but, yeah, that sounds stressful. But I'm glad it went okay. Yeah. Matt, the only other tough part of this weekend was some of our picks. We did we did okay. Uh, you're trying to get me back into things with Giovanni Gallardo. Got whooped by your White Sox. Is that a weird feeling when the White Sox do the damage to you? This year it is, yes. Yeah. I didn't see that one coming. Uh, anyone who, out there who... who who picked with me, I sincerely apologize. If I had thought it would go that badly, I wouldn't have made the pick. I believe your words were you had to hold your nose for it, but you, nobody saw nine earned runs. I could have no, saw him allowing no. five runs, but nine's pretty mean. Yeah, I could know. see him have like a typical, you know, mediocre running guy out of a chart and just be like, yeah, whatever, but I did not, yeah. I, I, again, my sincere apologies to anybody who did that. You know, I, yeah. I, I'm sure it's it's small consolation, but just, you know, I, I'm wearing it all season. You had to wear it for a day of DFS. So. You had Nate Carnes do okay. Yeah. You know. he's, he's, been, he's been solid this season. He's yeah. Hector Santiago was whatever. Zach Wheeler did all right. A lot of walks, but he handled the Angels. They weren't too scary. On the hitter front, we didn't do much hitter-wise at all. We both had Jason Worth on different days, and he didn't really do anything. Um, the only hitter of note that did much was you had Cameron Maben had uh, three runs scored against the Mets. So there you go. There is that. There you have it. We're going to look at picks for Monday, the 22nd. Also Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but we'll start with Monday. So, Matt, Monday is a short slate day. There's not a lot going on, so a little bit of slim pickings. I'm sure we found something. Yep. I only wrote down four pitchers, and honestly, only two of them are possible picks for me. Okay. So, on the fringe, Miguel Gonzalez going to Arizona. No way, right? No way. Not a good matchup for a guy who can be a spot starter, but I don't want him in the desert. No. no. Not even, I mean, there's no DH, which is nice for him, but... Well, no. They're scary. They can hit. They can I mean, 
Yeah. I'm thinking maybe about Brad Peacock making a spot start for the Tigers out of the bullpen. He's has a one one ERA and twelve games out of the bullpen, but you can't really. Just, yeah, that's 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 bullpen numbers. I yeah, it, it, he has such a low ceiling. I feel like he's he's no Joe Biagini. I suppose. I with these guys doing this, the best you can hope for is five scoreless and a win. And probably not that many strikeouts. At least, at least in this, I mean, if they continue to have, him, if they plan to have him continue in the rotation, I could see him being interesting down the line. But mm-hmm. This is his first start of the season here in mid-May, where he's been working out of the bullpen. If he goes five innings, I should consider it a win, really. Yeah, basically, and he gets the Tigers, which isn't a great matchup either. So, <laughs> could do worse. Interesting, but not my guy. I had two others. Our boy J.C. Ramirez is going to Tampa Bay. And we've been using him a lot, and he's a fine spot starter. Has not had as many strikeouts as I'd hope, but that's an acceptable start. The Rays have been beating up righties, though. They're not an easy matchup. They're fifth in baseball in OPS against righties. I don't love that. I'm going with a pitcher I like less for a matchup I like more. I'm taking Mike Fultonevich at home against the Pirates, who are 28th third to last in OPS against righties. They just have not hit righties much this year. They're not that scary. It's at home. And Mike fulton has been okay. You know, he, he hasn't, you know, tapped into that big potential everybody hopes he has. But 4-1-0 ERA, 1-3-2, whip, some strikeouts. He's not exciting, but that's the matchup I want. So that's, you know, on a thin day, I'm just, I'm going with the the good matchup. I have Mike fulton Matt, do you have one of those four names or did you go somewhere else? I, I was also interested in JC. I think Fultonovich is probably the better pick. That's why I'm, I'm probably going to join you in that one. I like JC Ramirez more as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I like the matchup more. You know, yeah, I'm actually scared of the Rays, apparently. Yeah. So, yep. So, all right. Yeah. But you agree cool. it's basically between those two, right? Ramirez or Fultonovich? I agree. But that, that, with influencing the Rays so much, I think is one guy more than anything, right? I was looking at some picks later, you know, in the week, and they have a few options, you know. I, I don't know. They, they're they clearly doing okay. Uh, I mean, you don't want Adam Welk. You don't want Michael Pineda against the Royals, really. You know, Jeff Hoffman, is. you could take a flyer on him against the Phillies. Phillies are lefties. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, Jeff Hoffman just doesn't have the track record I want either. So maybe an interesting prospect. He has a 5-4 OERA in real limited time. Josh Tomlin goes to the Reds, but after kind of putting it together for a bit, he blew up last time out. I still don't really trust him, So, especially in Cincinnati. So, yeah, I think if you're looking for a cheap option on Monday, it's Fultonevich or Ramirez. Otherwise, you might just have to pay for somebody like Garrett Cole, which is fine. Uh, how about hitters on Monday, Matt? There's not a lot to pick from, but where were you going Hitter-wise. Okay. Well, I'm going to start with, I'm picking, uh, betting against Jared Eikhoff. He's still got that weakness against lefties, and the Carl- mm-hmm. and the Rockies are so left-handed. Mm-hmm. I've got, at 9%, Gerardo Parra. Okay. Is yeah, my, absolutely. Is, is my C pick, I should say. Yeah. Again, he, I, I think I'd like this a lot more if it were in Colorado, clearly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you've got Eikhoff with his weakness against lefties. Parra hasn't been great this season, but he has shown... You know, over over, the, over his career, that he's he's a competent hitter against right-handed or against righties, and he's coming in and he's coming in super cheap at nine percent. Yeah, I totally like that. That's fine. You know, and I, I think if nothing else, he's probably going to get the start, so he's kind of my safety net. Mm-hmm. Uh, my B pick, I'm going to go against Josh Tomlin in Cincinnati with Devin Mesoraco at seven percent. Okay, yeah, I have no problem with that at all. 
Uh, if you actually dig into the numbers on Tomlin, you see that he struggled a, a bit more against righties than he has against lefties, despite you know the advantage. He's allowed six total home runs, four have come against righties, and he owns a 9.62 OPS against righties for for the season. So I'm I'm gonna pick I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna pick Devin Mishrock with a righty against the righty as my B pick. Okay, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I've picked him as B picks or so a few times so far, yeah. and yeah, there's talent there, and he's pretty underowned for what he can do. Don't know if he's gonna do it, but I like Mazzarocco for sure. Okay, and lastly, my A pick, uh, Ubaldo Jimenez gets the Twins in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Okay, Absolutely. Ubaldo, he's given up ten home runs. Eight of them have come against lefties. Yes. So I'm rolling Kenny's Vargas out there at one percent owned. I like that. I had him as a B pick or whatever last week, and he didn't get in, at least for me. But he he's totally fine. I don't have a problem with that at all. Especially yes. against, especially if he's if he's facing a righty. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I like that pick a lot. I should have had that, and I don't have him on my list, but I totally totally approve of that. I also, here, I'll start at the bottom. Any Yankees you want against Jason Hamill, none of them are that cheap, but if you can find guys there, I'm all about that for sure. So no names, but that's a stack I really like. Uh, I would pick against Josh Tomlin. I wrote Scott Shebler still. He's up to 40% owned, but he's still plenty competent and won't cost you as much as the top outfielders. That's my C pick. That's kind of my safety. Above that, I have Against Ubaldo, also at 2%. I like Kenny Vargas. I also want to mention Eddie Rosario, who's left-handed, and his job is kind of to hit righties. And he's never been spectacular, but this year he has a 750 OPS against righties, which, in my head, once you put it through the Ubaldo filter, it's going to, you know, make him borderline all-star hitter. I'm fine with that. So... I wouldn't say he's underrated. It's just when he gets Ubaldo, I'm all about it. This is very much a pick against Jimenez. And then on the other side of that, I wrote Trey Mancini as my A pick. Keep picking about Trey Mancini, and I don't think I've got him in yet. But you know, Adam Wilk, who is left-handed, it's righty on lefty. Mancini has mostly hit righties. He's right-handed, but I don't really care. I think it's going to be just fine. And... Adam Wilk, this is basically a spot start for the lefty. So, one, I don't think he's going to go in that deep. So, when he comes out, Mancini will stay in against probably right-handed guys in the bullpen. Could get some of both. He's still only 14% on, and he's shown plenty of power. So, I like Trey Mancini there. But anybody against Ubaldo is fine. Anyone against Hamill is fine. And, yeah, I think picking on Tomlin's another good place to go, too. All right, Matt. Tuesday is a full slate. There's actually, you know, guys to pick from. I wrote down many more. Your boy Jordan Montgomery, who you had, you know, in Kansas City, now gets them again at home versus Kansas City. Are you considering going back to the well? I did, but there's a pick I like better. Yeah, but you're totally fine with that one, obviously, right? Uh, uh, Yeah, I like Jordan. Yeah, I think he'll be okay, at least against the Royals. I'm not totally sold on him, but you can take him against the Royals. Matt, are you following this Christian Bergman train at all? Made a few starts for Seattle. He's been awesome. He's only made he has a two two five ERA. I don't buy it. He was a not great old Rockies guy, but he's going to Washington, so no DH. Are you even considering flirting with Christian Bergman here? I'm not considering flirting with Christian Bergman here. Yeah, I I don't believe that at all. It's three games, it's only two starts. No thanks. I need to see more than that that he's suddenly figured out. It's possible they moved away from cores and got a lot better, but I'm we'll see. How about German Marquez for the Rockies pitching away from cores coming to Philadelphia? He can be interesting at times. Do you like the start at all? I do not. 
Not for you. <laughs> he's he's a name I'm thinking about, but no thanks. Mm-hmm. Joe Biagini, our boy, was good in that first spot start against Seattle. In his second start last time out, he got whooped on. He led six runs, five earned, only went four innings. I think when it goes bad, it might go real bad. Now he gets the scary, scary Brewers. You don't want Joe Biagini in Milwaukee, do you? In Milwaukee, absolutely not, no. Yeah, no. Interesting guy, not there. I have three more names. What about the flip side of that, Matt? Our boy Jimmy Nelson, he survived against the Cubs. We, we often stay away from him when he gets to the Cubs, and then he still gets that quality start. He now gets the Blue Jays, who are 23rd in OPS against righties. They're not that scary. They're getting better, but they're still not scary. Would you consider Jimmy Nelson at home against the Blue Jays? No. No? Okay. Not Why not? Is it because you're scared of the Blue Jays, or you don't trust Jimmy Nelson? Both, equally. Okay, I like I like Jimmy Nelson a bit more than you do, but I do think the Blue Jays are getting better. Two more for me. Do you like Patrick Corbin at home against the White Sox? They are ninth in OPS against lefties. They're better than average against left-handed pitching. But yeah, they hit they hit lefties okay, believe it or not. Yeah, I like Patrick Corbin better than his numbers show, but it's also in the desert. I would think about it, but yeah, are, are you interested at all? Not really, no. Okay. Did we both end up with Jesse Hahn getting the Marlins? I think we did. Yeah. The Marlins are 24th in OPS against righties. They just don't scare me. They're kind of banged up. They're just, I don't know. Who are you worried about? Giancarlo, who hasn't done much this year. D. Gordon, who whatever. Jesse Hahn's been totally fine, and the Marlins aren't scary. And they're on the road, and it's in Oakland. He has a 3.02 ERA, a 1.20 whip. Jesse Hahn's kind of getting it done. For Oakland, not lighting the world on fire or anything, but definitely fine. Some strikeouts. I don't know. What do you like about this one? Honestly, this is where we pick you know, for Jesse Hahn as opposed to a pick against the Marlins. Mm-hmm. Dylan, so far, Jesse Hahn for the season, 302 ERA in 47 two-thirds innings, 39 Ks, 18 walks. Good, not great. Uh, you know, as, yeah. as the, K to, the strikeouts to walks numbers, at least. Uh, the thing about him is he doesn't have much of a platoon split. You know, I don't see much yeah. of an advantage here. You know, he's allowed one home run to a lefty, and that's it. Six two three OPS against lefties, five five two OPS against righties. That's something I I, w- I would I would want to bet on, is something I would, I would want to bet against. Yeah, he's going to be tough to exploit. I don't know what the Marlins are going to do, mm-hmm. and yeah, like I said, I look at their roster, and there's just nobody that jumps out. I mean, Christian Yelich is you know decent. Marcelo Zuna, Justin Bohr. JT Real Muto. Your boy Derek Dietrich is in there right now. Oh boy. They're all fine. You know, that's not a terrible lineup, but it's not one that scares me if I'm picking a three ERA guy. So, <laughs> yeah. I like Jesse Hahn, and I, I at least like him more than the rest of the guys on that day. There's some interesting flyers, but nobody I'm thinking. So, yeah. Okay, Matt, how about for hitters on Tuesday? Who are you looking at? Okay, this is my hardest day to, to pick, but I do have several picks. Um, yeah, I I have three names, and I'm not in love with any of them. But I feel the same about mine. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I'll start with my A pick just because we're talking about the the Oakland A's. Sure. The, the A's get Jose Urena. Yeah. For his career, he has he has a bit of a split against lefties. Uh this season not so much. If anything, it's it's been kind of flipped. He's surrendered three home runs this season, all to righties. Uh, mm-hmm. Nine six six OPS against righties. I'm not buying it for a second. I, I don't see him really doing anything that he hasn't done before. And most of the success he's had is coming out, out of the bullpen, not as a starter. Yeah. So I'm actually I'm, I'm going to toss Matt Joyce out there against him at one percent. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I think you can pick on Jose Urena, and the Marlins bullpen's not scary either at all. No, they, yeah. they really hurt. Okay. Yeah. 
Matt Joyce hasn't done a lot, but that's why he's at one percent, and he can definitely punish some mistakes. So, okay, my B pick uh, at forty three percent, I get David Peralta versus Dylan Covey. Okay, yeah, that is my C pick. So I'm right there oh, with you. Yeah, you yeah. could honestly with again with Covey handing this really doesn't matter. He's just he, he's awful against righties. He's not much better against lefties. Yeah, he is in fact right-handed. Uh, Peralta's a lefty. I it's really just more of going with the strength of Peralta as opposed to the weakness of Kobe, and knowing yeah. that Kobe is really not that good to begin with. I'm like, pick someone from the D-backs lineup you like. You know, I felt Peralta was the cheaper-ish option there. You yeah. Know? But if you were like, oh, I want Yusmani Tomas, or I want Brandon O'Drury, or oh, I yeah. want Jake Lamb, I'm like, if they, you can afford them, just pick them. Pick whoever. Yeah, They're all going to punish Covey. If you want to build a stack of, of D-backs versus Dylan Covey, yeah. go for it. Yeah, We said that about Jared Weaver last week, and they put up a million runs in the first inning against him. And I was like, yeah, pick whoever you want. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I like Peralta. He's my C-pick for sure. And lastly, just in case, my, my C-pick at only 30% on Carlos Gomez gets Rick Porcello. Okay. What do you like about this? Okay. First, Porcello, I believe it's Cy Young Award winning Rick Porcello. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I know. It's like when Dustin Pedroia won that MVP and he had real solid all-around numbers and looked good. And then you're like, wait, there was nobody better that year? And you looked and there wasn't really you know is it sometimes the class is kind of solid but unspectacular and that's how you get rick Porcello with the mvp winning i get i still i think chris sale was probably the that was a tough race that was a tough race for sure yeah i don't either way i i think when we look back at this 20 years to be like really rick Porcello had had a better year than chris sale really (laughs) yeah i i can see that worth picking against now I think so, yes. Yeah. This is Rick Porcello pitching in... In Boston. Boston. And he has been awful at home this year. It's a tough place to pitch. Yeah. It is, but he, I believe five starts, he's given up seven home runs, and has a 5-5-2 ERA in Boston. Yeah. I'll toss Carlos Gomez out there as my C pick at 30%. Yeah, I think that's a little low for Carlos Gomez, you know, so I like that just fine. Like I said, I have David Peralta or any D-back you want and my C pick. Above that, I was looking for a cheap Rocky in Philadelphia against Zach Eflin. And at least until Trevor Story comes back, which might be soon, Pat Valaika has been playing. He's been getting in there. Awesome. He's been fine. My guy. Yeah, your guy. He's at 1% owned, and he's been okay. He's not going to light the world on fire, but I'm basically picking against uh, Zach Eflin, who I don't think will go deep, and the Phillies bullpen also, who's not spectacular either. So... When Zach Eflin doesn't go deep against the Rockies, hopefully, he comes out, get a bunch of those Phillies bullpen innings. Uh, I want Pat Valaika there. Or any other Rocky that you like, but I'm I'm picking the one percenter. And then above that, I don't think we've mentioned this guy this year. So Amir Garrett came up and was good, and then he was bad, and then he got sent down, and now he's back. Uh, I still think he's interesting, but most importantly, he is left-handed. At least, you know, when he throws. So I want a Cleveland Indian that can hit lefties that is also affordable. So I combed through the Indians lineup and I settled on having an okay year. Jan Gomes has been all right. He's a catcher. He's, you know, was a disaster a year or two ago, but getting it together and hitting lefties. He's honestly smashing lefties this year. OPS over a thousand. And in his, you know, career has been better against lefties anyway. And he's only 5% owned. So if he gets in there and he gets a lefty, and then even when the lefty leaves, he gets the Reds bullpen. It's in Cincinnati. I want Jan Gomes at 5% on Tuesday. Just because just he's getting a lefty. 
and the Reds. But I think he could be fine there, for sure. And I don't think many people are going to pick Jan Gomes. So if you're in DFS, there's a sneaky capture option for you, because you want to go cheap at catcher anyway. So, yeah. All right, Matt. Wednesday, the 24th, another full slate to pick from. Jose Barrios has already been amazing. He's up at 69%. We can't go near him at all. He gets the Orioles. But would you consider him, not for the contest, but in general, are you in on Jose Barrios? Yeah, I think you kind of have to be at this point. Yeah, he gets the Orioles. They can, they have a lot of power, but they can whiff plenty too. So, uh, also not quite eligible for us at 52%. Charlie Morton gets the Tigers. We can't pick him, but... He's become an okay spot starter. I don't love that matchup, but he is just out of our reach. So I had five names other than that. Matt, Chris Tillman gets the Twins. I think he's kind of whatever. Do you like that start at all? Actually, I do like that start for him. I think it's 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 one of the better matchups for him. He's going to be all right, yeah. The Twins have hit okay, but I don't think I'm that scared of it. But it's all right. Your boy Nate Carnes goes to Yankee Stadium. You can't go there, right? No... Not even I can go there. Like Nate Carnes, don't like that matchup. Let me find. Tyler Chatwood goes to Philadelphia. Do you trust Tyler Chatwood in Philadelphia? I don't think I trust him as much as you do, no. No, I like him more than you do. I just had him against the Twins, and he was he was okay. He got me a win there. Five walks and a win. No, he lost, actually. Pardon me. But, yeah, he, he was okay. I'd think about him in Philadelphia, not my pick. There's two names left that I like. Matt, your boy Matt Garza is still only 18% owned. He gets the Blue Jays. Can you go back to the Matt Garza train? I've got to get off for this one. You've got to avoid it against the Blue Jays? I, I just... I. You're just knowing when to step away from the table? Is that the deal? I would rather quit while I'm ahead as opposed to lose it all the next hand. <laughs> you went in with $50. You now have $100. And you're like, I got to go home. I got to get out. Don't I'm like, give yeah, back. You know, yeah, peace. I, yeah, I, I, I got to... <laughs> I'm, I'm good with this. I totally understand. But if you are playing DFS and you want to take this, I'm not that scared of the Blue Jays. And I, it's in Milwaukee for better or worse. His ERA is now 2 4 three. He's not getting a bunch of strikeouts or anything, but he's been okay. I don't know. It's an option. It's not where I'm going, but it is still an option for sure. Matt, I am going to go with our boy, the Eraser, Erasmo. Is at home? He gets the Angels. Last time out, we said we liked him, but not his matchup against the Yankees. He went five and a third, two runs, five strikeouts, one walk. He looked fine. So now he gets the Angels. It's a way better matchup. I want the eraser against the Angels. Are you also joining me there? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We've agreed on the first three picks. Are we going to do a sweep of being on the same same page? We might be. I don't think so, but I'm worried we are. <laughs> uh, yeah. Erasmo is not going to go deep. If you go six innings, you're spoiled. But he could definitely go five, and I'm not scared of the Angels. The control numbers look good. Mm. Yeah, I like the Eraser. But I also like Garza, and I also like Tillman. So there's some options on Wednesday. And, you know, if you're in DFS and you want Berrios or Morton as well, you can do that. All right, Matt, how about hitters on Wednesday? Who are you picking against? Okay, I'm picking against Liso Verto Bonilla. Yes, yes, of course. Okay, and I need a lefty hitter to do so. Yes. And I'm going to go with Brad Zimmer. Okay, I'm sorry we're matching again. That's also my C pick. It's my A pick. Oh, okay. I like it, obviously. He's on my I'm, top three. Yeah. Yeah. Your A pick is Brad Zimmer. Yeah. He hasn't done a lot yet, but he has definitely plenty of talent. 
Let's see. And he's got 10 at bats against lefties the major league level with 933 OPS. Home run already. Against righties or against lefties? I apologize. Against righties. Home, he's okay. already, yeah, he hit his first homer off already. Yeah, he can do that. He has power. He has speed. He's going to whiff. The average might hurt you, but you don't care as much about that in DFS. He has power. He has speed. I say green light. Go for it. I like that. Next up. Uh, my B pick at 23%. I'll roll Steven Seuss out there against Ricky Nolasco. I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's righty on righty, but Nolasco's bad enough. Who cares, right? Uh, Nolasco, for the season, he, he's, he, I think for a while, he's had, he's had the reverse split for a few years, if I'm not mistaken. I'd have to I'd dig into research and do that. But at least mm-hmm. for this year, you know, 13 home runs allowed, 9 to righties. Yeah, and the Angels bullpen stinks. So. Angels bullpen stinks. Yeah, it's kind of a mess. Yeah. Eight, nine, seven yeah. OPS against righties. I don't see why Souza can't run into one here. Absolutely, not. absolutely not. Nope, I'm totally fine with that for sure. And lastly, my C pick. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Matt Adams got traded? He did. He is now going to get some playing time in Atlanta. Yes, he is. He's got a full time job thanks to Freddie Freeman getting murdered. Yes, rest in peace. <laughs> His wrist. For, for yeah, 10 for weeks. Ten, 10 weeks. Jeez. That's brutal. He's on, yeah, yeah. I had the. He's on one of my squads. I had to replace him. It's kind I've of a got, bummer. He was on a tear. I've, oh yeah. God, he was. He's been fantastic this year. Honestly, I had this thought that he might honestly be one of the, like the five best hitters in all baseball. He was for the first the first ten weeks of the season. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying, like in general, like, six weeks. Yeah. Like, if you were drafting based on like pure talent, like situation out of it, it you know, you, yeah. you you would have to consider him as like one of the top five, pure, you know, best hitters in the game, right? He, yeah. I mean, I have not made that list off the top of my head, but incredibly talented, yes. And he's still 27 years old. Feels like he's been in the league forever. He's just sitting mm. his prime. He came in at age 20. Yeah. 21-ish. Yeah, so he'll be back. But that, that bites. To, I just, I, and, and those wrist injuries always scare me because that's where, you know, with power hitters especially, that's where the power hit tends to come from is those powerful, powerful wrists. They can, yeah, for sure. So. The, the, the guy I'm, I'm who... who I remember most clearly was Derek Lee. Yeah, I don't know if you that happened, him. and he was just never the same. He was just yeah. He uh, he didn't break it. He sprained it really, really badly. It was like a like a legit tear. Mm-hmm. He kind of rushed back though. I don't think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be a bit safer with Freddie. Hopefully, he'll take the yeah. full, the full ten weeks and get healthy and then come back. But mm-hmm. Lee, they rushed him back, and he was just it, just the power was just never the same. You know. Yep. So. But we have Matt Adams, who has yep. plenty of power. Who has at four percent owned gets Trevor Williams. Totally fine with that. It's lefty and righty in favor of Matt Adams, and Trevor mm-hmm. Trevor Williams is just blah. Yeah, there's really not much a whole lot exciting about him, and he struggles. And you know, he's got a bit of a split against the reverse split against righties. I'm not buying it for a second. I really, I, yeah. I think that's just you know numbers being numbers. I, th- I think that's going to even out eventually, and it's going to flip. I am totally into that. That'd be totally fine. I had my C pick, Brad Zimmer, getting Bonilla. Pick any Indians you want in, you know, against the Reds. That'll be fine. Uh, my B pick, I have your boy, Jake Marisnik, getting in there against Daniel Norris. You know, trying to get in against a lefty. He's 0% owned. He can hit lefties. Not exciting, but definitely doable. I gotta, I gotta look at that 0% pick when possible. That lefty outfielder. The right-handed outfielder that hits lefties gets in there. But my A pick, this guy's back from the DL and more talented than people are paying attention to. Lucas Duda, I took him in April and it went fine. I'm taking him in May again. He gets Jared Cozart of the Padres, who's been fine so far, but I don't buy that. You don't buy Jared Cozart, right? Not really, no. He's in like his eighth organization. <laughs> Maybe in San Diego. Yeah. He's going to New York. I want Lucas Duda at 7%. I think Lucas Duda can handle mediocre righties. So I like him there for sure. But 
Yeah. All right. Thursday. Thursday is our last day we're going to look at. Not not quite a full slate, but plenty of games to pick from. I wrote down five pitchers, Matt. Do you like Eddie Butler getting the Giants at all? Not if you're walking five Cubs, no. Five Brewers, yeah. Yeah, you're correct. How about um, Matt Andresi gets the Angels? I think it's a fine spot, sir. That's an okay matchup for him. Are you considering that? I'm not, but you like him more than I do. So I don't love him. I think he's very okay. I think that's that's a spot start there. It'd be fine. So I want to talk about Tyler Anderson, who I liked, and then he got torched for the whole start of the year, and he's been awful. His ERA is still at six. If you are off the wagon, I don't blame you at all. You know, it's fine. But he is going to go to Philadelphia. I'm not scared of them. And he has a 25 to 5 strikeout to walk ratio in his last three starts. He's looked better, but I think he has the talent to turn it around. So I'm not buying yet, but I'm keeping my eye on Tyler Anderson. I think he could do fine in Philadelphia. He has the strikeout ability to make him kind of interesting in DFS, but not putting him on my spreadsheet again yet. But think about it. I have two other names. Matt, your boy, Clevenger, has been pretty okay so far. And he gets the Reds. The Reds are not slouches against righties, at least when they're hitting. But Mike Clevenger, 156 ERA, whip under one so far. Are you at all considering Mike Clevenger? I'm considering it. I'm probably not going to go with it. He's an interesting spot start guy. This just, this isn't that great of a matchup. You know, the Reds can't, can't pitch, but they can hit. So I'm not taking that. And then last one I got. I like Zach Wheeler again. He's at home. He gets the Padres. They're crappy against righties, and I think he's to the point where he can be totally fine. So I'm going back to Zach Wheeler. He's not exciting. You know, the hype's not there anymore, but he's only 36% on. He has 40 strikeouts and 43 in a third innings. I'm I'm in on Zach Wheeler. So Matt, do you have one of those guys, or is there anybody else you liked? I'm going to go with Bartolo Colon versus the Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh, boy. All right. I think, is this the first time this year we picked Bartolo? I think it is. Second. It is. Oh, yeah. You had him earlier in the year. And yep. He was not great. He was in Miami. But taking him again. All right. And what do you like about this? This is just a pick against the Pirates, right? You literally, literally took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. I'm not scared of the Pirates. They're having kind of a stinky year. And I think Cologne can handle that, too. It's I so. think they're like the third worst OPS against right-handed pitching this year. Yeah, they're not and good. Cologne's been bad, but he can have his good start here and there for sure. He can he can, he can, make, he can toss in a, a quality start. Yeah. Sure, but I, think it's, I hope this is going to be one for my sake. I don't have a problem with that at all. And then, Matt, on the hitter side, are you thinking for Thursday? My A-pick. Speaking of Tyler Anderson, I'm betting against him with Tommy Joseph at 22%. Totally fine with that. I wrote down I wrote down some of those guys. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, righty and lefty, Anderson this year has not been good against righties. Uh, eight of his 11 home runs allowed have come against righties. He's walked 12 of 16 walks against righties. That's that's a lot of bad. Matt, I like this pick. I don't want to police you and call you out. You had Tommy Joseph last week going to Texas. Oh. He's ineligible for you in May. I still like the pick. It's good advice. Uh, may I suggest one Cameron Rupp to you, though? Also, you could suggest Cameron Rupp, and I will take that suggestion. Okay, all right, that's fine. So I'm sorry to say you cannot have Tommy Joseph. No, 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 you you're, can... no, no. Actually, Dylan, I've I've been like afraid of this for the entire contest, and I'm not like I, I kind of have. Oh, I, I checked with a lot of my picks, being like, wait, did I have him? Oh, yeah, I had him last I, month. Yeah, especially because we we do the ABC thing where I, I can't always remember if my A pick or my yes. B pick or my C pick got in. So yeah, I, I've kind the of more been... important part is we recommended it, so yeah. you can take Tommy Joseph. You, Matt, cannot. 
until yeah. June first. Yeah, yes. this is he's policing me, not our listeners. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Either way, uh, Cameron Rupp, it is then. Okay. Unless you you can upgrade your B pick up there. <sighs> no. Okay. Cameron uh, Rupp's your new A pick. You know what? I, I think I'll, I'll I'll call you. I'll upgrade the B pick because I haven't put more. Okay. I, I, I like that a bit better. Okay. Cubs get Jeff Samarja in Chicago. Yeah. It's a Miguel Montero day. Okay. If he gets in, hopefully he gets in. He's been playing plenty, but yeah, if he's there, I like that just fine. They've yeah. been splitting him a little bit, but he's that's what makes him a good A pick. If you take him, and if he doesn't get in, that's fine. Yeah, but. he's at 2% owned, uh, lefty and righty. The shard has been good. The shard has been terrible against lefties this year. He really has. Yeah, I like that uh, Miguel Montero pick a lot. You know, he's going to be cheap. you got to check your lineup to make sure he gets in, but that's one of those weird day games, you know. So, yeah, I like that if you're playing DFS and if you can get Miguel Montero for that slate. I say go for it. My C pick. Okay, we got to talk about Masato Tanaka. Masato Tanaka was a professional wrestler back in the early 2000s. Masahiro Tanaka... Okay. Yankees starter. Yes. So we want to talk about wrestling? I would talk about wrestling, but it's not a wrestling podcast, so I can't. Okay. But no, I, actually, Masato Tanaka was fantastic. He did this, he called the Roaring Elbow, where he like wound up with it and would like lay guys out. It was fantastic. Dude was a great wrestler. He, he, dude, was it was it American wrestling or Japanese wrestling? Uh, he came over for a brief period. Oh, okay. Because um, I've heard Japanese wrestling is awesome. Oh, it is. And I may be mistaken on this, but he was a practitioner of Japanese strong style, which is... They look like they're hurting each other because they actually are. Oh boy! <laughs> so like Despite the technique. Yeah. Well, when he so when he throws like an elbow, he's usually actually hitting the person. They don't oh really. Boy. They don't quite pull their punches as well as most do. So you, occasionally you see guys get like knock silly, and he would do stuff like that. But either way, he was a fantastic, oh fantastic wrestler. Anyways, which brings me on to Masahiro Tanaka, who has been fanta- a fantastic pitcher, but not this season. Yeah, he has homer problems. I really can't believe he hasn't gotten the Chen Ming Wong treatment at this at, by this point, where they like, scan his entire body to find something to put him on the DL for. Yeah, well, he's had a wonky elbow, so yeah. But he's just been homer pro. Here's game law going back just in home runs allowed. <laughs> good. Just home runs allowed. Three, four, one, two. So that's how many? That's ten home runs in his last four starts, yes. and only two of them have been at home. Yeah, that's the guy to pick against. So at sixty nine percent, you're you know, mm-hmm. you're gonna pay for it. It's Mike Mustakas. Why not though? Yeah. In Yankee Stadium, getting yeah. the guy that cannot keep the ball in the park. Nope. Yeah. And not yep. only the, the strikeout numbers aren't quite there, the walks are ticking up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna get you know, they're gonna send him to the Chen Ming Wang doctor and, and give him the full body scan. Yeah. It's also Jared Weaver just got that last week. They were like, oh, Jared Weaver's hurt. And you're like, no, he's not. With what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jared I... Weaver's done, which is fine. He's had a good career, but Jared Weaver's done. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I like that. Any other Royals, Brandon Moss, or any of those, you know, power guys you want to take in the yeah. against them. I like that, yeah. for sure. So. I had an honorable mention on my picks. I can't take Jason Worth, because I took him the other day. I took him on Sunday, and he didn't do anything. Good, but I, I love that pick. He gets Ariel Miranda on Thursday. I still love him against lefties. Look at Jason Worth, but not for me. My D pick, C pick, I don't know, my, my safety pick, Nick Castellanos gets Mike Fires. Mike Fires has also been, you know, really Homer happy. And he's a Nick Castellanos, 47% owned. He was the cheapish Tiger hitter I could find. But any Tigers you can afford getting Mike Fires, I'm into him allowing homers too. I'm fine with that. 
I also wanted to mention a couple Rays getting Alex Meyer. I, I like Colby Rasmus at 2% and Logan Morrison at 25%. Again, the Rays are hitting righties and these guys are helping. They can hit righties. So I'm into picking against Alex Meyer and the Angels bullpen because it's not great either. Uh, Matt, near the top of my list, I also had, sorry, I, I had Phillies guys getting Tyler Anderson also. Even though I kind of like him, I liked the two of them. Tommy Joseph and Cameron Rupp hitting lefties. Mm -hmm. For the sake of not picking the same as you, we will switch enough that I'll take Tommy Joseph, then Cameron Rupp. They have not had either of them. Well, yet, I'm, taking, like I'm taking Miguel Montero, then Cameron Rupp. That's true. You're hoping he gets in there also. Yeah. Well, my A-pick, who I don't think I'll get also, I also mention uh, Lucas Duda, who's my A-pick for Wednesday. If he somehow doesn't get in Wednesday, I want him Thursday, because he gets a guy named Walter Lockett, for the Padres, Matt, can you tell me anything about Walker Lockett? Not Walter. Walker. Yeah. <sighs> anything other than he has a name I struggle with? He's kind of a fringe prospect at best. I don't think you're going to see him on any top 20 lists, even even in the Padres no. system. Yeah. He's kind of the typical, you know, low strikeout, low walk guy who just, you know, is prone to getting his brains beat in an occasion. He had like a four and a half ERA at AAA. I don't really think there's a whole lot here that's... Yeah, pointing towards long-term success at the major league level, he's nope. he's, he's essentially a warm body who can throw pitches. Yeah, major league debut has to go to New York, and I want you know any Mets you like there. So I, I want Lucas Duda if I don't have him Wednesday. So if you were playing, you can take him Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, you can do both. So I want to mention that. And then I want Phillies, and then I want Rays. Is kind of how my list breaks down. So yeah, there there's options there on Thursday for sure. Um, Matt, did you have anything else before we get out of here for the week? I think we, we've we've ran it down pretty well, man. Yeah, that's good. Well, I'm glad you survived your move. You're in your Me new too. spot. You're yeah. settling in. Slowly. It's Sunday. We're recording on Sunday. Are you off to do some grilling today? I don't think we're going to do grill. I, I bought charcoal, but I don't think we have any meat. I might, <laughs> I might fire it up later. We'll see. I, I, I got to make a, a run to the grocery store. We'll, we'll see what I find. You might be more busy unpacking this weekend, I feel um, like. Yeah. I don't know. I did pick up charcoal the other day, so I do have the accoutrement to, to fire up the grill if I so cho if I so chose. I'm not sure if I will. Yeah. So yeah. uh, next week, there's a 100% chance that I will be manning the grill, though. Awesome. Well, Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. He's no longer in the throes of moving. There were times I was going to tweet at you on Friday, and I was like, nope, not today. So Matt now wants to hear from you, now that he has settled in a little bit. Uh, I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. And yeah, want to hear how these picks go for you, who you're looking at. If you have any questions, let us know. Uh, if you have any input or feedback on the show, as long as it's hopefully constructive, we you know try and tailor it to you guys. So... Definitely like to hear from you, for sure. Matt, we'll have to get back into some iTunes reviews in the next week or Wait, so. Did we get any? I don't know. You'd oh. have to look. We'll, we'll check that out next show. But if you leave us iTunes reviews, we will, for the most part, read whatever you write. <laughs> so if you want to say hi, Mom, that is a good place to do it. So, hey, yeah. if, it's five, if it's five stars, I'll read it. Well, yeah. as long, okay, <laughs> if it's five stars, I'll read it. But if it, if it like throws shade at us, I won't read your name. There you go. Then you don't get credit for it. Yeah. But yeah, we like to hear from you, and that helps us grow the show for sure. So right. thanks for listening. That'll do it for us. For Matt, I'm Dylan. Have a good week, and we'll talk to you on Friday. And enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy, or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs. 